So let's move into really serious things, sad things. Two Limpopo women, Mapula Letswalo and Tutuzile Masango, have been murdered by their partners who had been granted bail for gender-based violence crimes. In the first incident, 40-year-old Letswalo was gunned down by her boyfriend, Matume Matlakala, on Sunday, hours after he was granted bail. She had made a criminal complaint of intimidation against him, and he was arrested and charged. In the second incident, 27-year-old Masango was killed by her boyfriend a few weeks after she had made a rape complaint against him. Let's now speak to Welegazi Stofile, Executive Director at Swaranang Legal Advocacy Centre. Good afternoon to you, Welegazi. Thank you so much. Glad that you could join us this afternoon. Good afternoon, Glenn. Thank you very much for having me. It is a pleasure. This is a very disturbing stories actually so so well how prevalent you know are cases where perpetrators come back and violate victims after being granted bail um as an organization we've had quite a few i am thinking of um condo in Pumalanga, both and joints in the eastern cape Uh, as well as val in Gauteng, where uh, perpetrators were released on bail and immediately went to the survivors and either intimidated them or harmed them. But of course, the cases that I'm referring to are those that came to our attention. Mm. I'm sure that the numbers are much, much higher mm. because most of the time, complainants don't even know that the person has been released on bail. They just see the person back into their community. They don't even know whether there were conditions attached to the pain, and they don't even know what to do in cases where the persons violate their pain conditions. So there are quite a few cases, which is a, a very, very sad day of situation that we are currently facing in South Africa. So, Welegazi, are there shortcomings in our laws, the reason why these dangerous perpetrators get granted bail? Because, I mean, what kind of arrogance is this? Like, okay, sometimes you can understand maybe someone tries to in- intimidate someone to try and beg them maybe to withdraw their charges. But the fact that they will come out and and kill the victims, it is really scary. It is actually very concerning. And uh, I know that there are various or different schools, of course. Mm. But I don't think that it is the issue with the laws that mm. exist in the country. Yeah. Because the lawyers are quite clear. They place a... a a duty to protect on the SAPS and place a duty and obligation on the state to punish. So, so what, what we would like to see, as much as we recognize that uh, accused persons have uh, a, a right and a right uh, to bail is just one of those rights, but we'd like to see a situation whereby the investigating officer and the prosecutor do a proper due diligence mm, mm. to look at whether this person is not going to be a threat mm. on the complainant or the survivor, the survivor once released. Mm. Because without that due diligence, we will continue to have these situations whereby uh, accused persons are released and they either go and kill or intimidate. Mm. Those who complained against them, yeah, mm. yeah. Because obviously, I mean, you know, I mean, a lot of people have said, you know, maybe then if 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 someone you know 
gets bail, maybe it should be, you know, it should be monitored. But obviously the police will talk about the budget. But, you know, in some yeah. parts of the world, they will have, you know, something that tracks your movement, you know, to make sure that mm. they monitor mm. where you go and you're not a threat to the, to, to, mm. to, to mm. the, to the victim. That's something to consider, mm. actually, looking at the seriousness of these crimes, mm. and particularly in a country where violence against women mm. is so rife. We yeah. may want to actually consider things and measures to attach to bail, because, as I said, we don't want to say that no one should be granted bail mm. because the prison will be full. I think it should be on a case-by-case basis, yes. but also... Once a Schedule 5 or 6 offense has been committed, I don't think the judiciary should be quick to grant things. Mm. And of course, uh, uh, with these two matters, we don't know what was placed before the court, what they considered before they granted things. But obviously, the prosecutor and investigating officer has to make sure that the court is actually informed about uh, 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 this person who is uh, uh, appearing before it. Mm. And and what yeah. recourse do the families of these victims have? Can they can they sue the state? You see, it depends on the specificity of these particular cases. But I want to say to you that in 20, 2001, oh, we had the Cam case where this woman was sexually assaulted by a person who had been released on bail after raping a woman and had a previous conviction of rape. Mm. In that case, actually, the state or the SAPS was held liable Mm. for failing to protect the woman. So again, one would need to look at what happened in these particular cases. Mm. Is there a case to answer Mm. on the part of the SAPS? And the NPA. Yeah. Does this call for a review on SA's bail considerations for GBV perpetrators? I don't think that we should always be running to uh, uh, the legislature. I think let Mm. us look at the existing laws, the Criminal Procedure Act. Let's look at it. Let us uh, uh, even uh, begin to go through these cases with a fine would come to see where did it go wrong. Mm. And then uh, only when we have established that these laws are not sufficient can we then talk about amending existing laws. I just think that it should not be easy to get bail or grant bail to persons who have committed serious offenses. And GPV and femicide is just one of those heinous crimes in this country. Executive Director at Soranan Legal Advocacy Centre, Wilega Zistofile, thank you so much for chatting to us this afternoon. Thank you, Glenn. Have a great day. Bye. All right. Have a lovely day there this Wednesday there. Yeah. Uh, chatting to Wilega Zistofile there. Um, yeah. You probably heard about two Limpopo women, Mapula and Duduzile Masango, having been killed by their partners who had been granted bail for gender-based violence crimes. It's a very difficult one. You know, um, clearly, I mean, if you're in court, uh, the 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 lawyers of the perpetrators were able to convince the judge that these people, you know, um, can't be kept behind bars. Mm. So I'm sure they also looked at their records. You probably find that they don't even have criminal records. 
you know. Yeah, but first for time me, offenders kind yeah, of thing. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But apparently mm. one of them had a whole criminal complaint of intimidation. You said so. Mm. Mm, no, right? I did, yeah. So if there's that kind of a case against you, surely that should be up for some kind of consideration before they mm. allow you to go back home to that same person. Mm. I mean, sounds housing like negligence to housing me. Housing it to confirm. You know, ah. I can be in court there being sweet, saying, yes, your honor, yes, your honor, yes, your honor. Can't I'm planning things. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's, it's very hard to tell. It's very hard to tell.